The poinsettia plant is a funny gift to give. It's like giving someone a pumpkin or an Easter ferret. It's going to be okay for a bit, probably for the season it's intended, and then it's going to die or build a nest in your duvet cover. And when it does, you're going to want to get rid of it pretty quickly. Hospitals this time of year are lousy with poinsettias. Holiday cheer in a bleak place. Well, in Philadelphia, where I happen to be spending some time in a waiting room, the hospital's poinsettias were disappearing prematurely. In what turned out to be a perfect Philly move, visiting family members were grabbing them and giving them as gifts instead of going to the gift shop, taking them home as a kind of door prize for waiting. And I tell you this, if I had been there any longer, my old Philly instincts would have kicked in and I would have been right there along with them. Everything is up for grabs in Philadelphia. That's why liberty took root there. All poinsettias, these fragile flowers, blooming beautiful and then quickly gone and poisonous to most pets, just like freedom. Oh, let's shake off the last little bits of glitter from 2018 and enter a bold new year where, yes, anything and everything is up for grabs. It's our 10th year of broadcasting excellence. So let's celebrate and open up a portal that will lead us to the deep night. It's me, and welcome to the 10th year of the Deep Night. We're going to be celebrating all year, no doubt, with parades in Times Square and festive trash fires, the wondrous Foda Pobel along the Gowanus Canal. I'm so pleased to be with you and to once again serve as your guide, guru, and garrulous uncle who insists you try Amish yogurt as we sail through this next hour of regrets and revelations and rising stars. Yes, I'm Dale Seaver, and you have found yourself in the Deep Night. We come to you, as we always do, from the foul banks of the Gowanus, and we have two wonderful shows back-to-back, coast-to-coast, that we're bringing you, in addition to whatever 10-year celebrations you have planned in your own communities. We had such fun at our solstice parties that we thought, why not keep things going with live shows in San Francisco and New York City? On January 13th, oh, we fly to SFO, and we have a big show planned with, get ready for it, Janine Garofalo, the Templeton Philharmonic, comics of the future, and more. Then we go back to LaGuardia and a long lift ride to the Slipper Room for a show on Wednesday, January 16th with Maria Dizia, X Mayo, Katie Hannigan, and Vera Solo with music from Cushions and Dance from the Deep Night Dancers, 96B Dance Theater. Why don't you get some tickets for that and uh, help us kick off this this year of, of joy. But what about the here and now? All year, all 2019, I'm going to try and stay in the present fully and without condition. So let's focus on my guest tonight. She's a fantastic stand-up and a gifted actor. She's open for folks like Ron Funches, Nikki Glaser, Hannibal Burris, and others. She's performed at Caroline's, New York Comedy Club, and all sorts of great shows around town. She's someone that I've wanted to have on the show for uh, some time, and I'm so pleased that it finally worked out. Let's go now to my conversation with Irene Morales. Irene Morales, <laughs> how are you? Oh, fine, thanks. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Welcome to the Deep Night. 
Thanks so much for having me. This is so lovely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, now, uh, you're someone that I've known about for a number of years out there in the comedy uh, world. And uh, But I was I was realizing that I don't have a lock on sort of where you are in which, which, which scene, which circle it is. Not quite the creek necessarily. Sometimes it's not all at UCB. Where do you find yourself out there? I think I'm a bit of a floater. I was a floater in high school, and I think I kind of float from... Uh, I'm lucky enough where um, some clubs book me, and I'm flattered, um, but I, the alt scene here is so lovely, and, and they're always so nice to me, and I, I feel like I can kind of... I, I feel um, everyone's so welcoming that I, I feel like I can float between different scenes, yes. and, and I've done The Creek and, and UCB. Every, everyone's been so nice. As a stand-up. As a, yeah, as a, I don't yeah. have I don't have the balls to be a character. Oh, who does? It's <laughs> 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 <That is> terrifying, <laughs> and nobody likes them. <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not you true. You walk out there as a character, and there's always a uh, like a gasp in the room. I've I've found, and I'm watching. <laughs> I mean, I can understand how how these characters would feel that, but I think it's very cool. Well, that, I mean, I appreciate when somebody really nails it and commits to it. That's the thing. So do I. If they're undeniably that person, then okay. Yeah. Then they're that person. Or Why if, not? Or if that character is a heightened version of that person, I respect it. Well, and isn't that what we're doing up there on stage anyway? Yes. You, do you find that? Do you, do you really, is there a stage, Irene, that's uh, quite different? Oh, sure. Um, and even, even while I'm on stage, I'm like, you know, I let myself be fully awkward, and then I let myself be this, like, Ugh, like mean, like ugh, gross, you know, like that kind of a thing. And I'm like, who is she? Oh, it's all these different versions of myself. So, do you ever play that person down at the at the grocery? I haven't done the grocery yet. <laughs> oh, I don't mean an actual grocery. Oh, I, I mean a grocery store. Oh, I thought you meant I mean... Arlene's grocery. <laughs> no, I was like, well, you know that venue. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Sure, yeah, sure. yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> I meant, do you ever find those characters seeping out in real life where you're I'm... a little bit? Mm. If they need to come out in for survival and defense, they do. You know, if somebody tries me, I'm like, oh, please. You know, don't flatter yourself. Gross. You know, See, there we go. Yeah, yeah, there she is. Even with my bad voice today, she comes out. <laughs> well, now let's let's go back. How how long have you been in New York? Oh, I'm coming up on my fifth year. Fifth year. Well, that's uh, pretty good. Yeah. And uh, are you still okay? Yeah, I love it here. I'm from Miami, but I always, uh, even in Miami, New Yorkers thought I was a New Yorker, so I always was flattered. I, yeah, yeah. I was always a bit of a weirdo in Miami. I have <laughs> jokes about it. I, I was always like out, you know, like a bit to the left or something. Being a weirdo in Miami is an accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a wild place. Well, we'll talk about it. And, you know, so, maybe because I was just home with parents and everything oh, and sure. dealing with families and all that, there's always this... Um, uh, whenever I spend a couple of weeks with a group of people and there's a lot of space and it's larger than the tin can that I live in and you think, what am I doing with my life? I could have a yard. I could spread out. Um, beds don't have to be this small, you know? And, and so I think that question of like, is it still okay? Are you going to make it? Are you going to stay here? That comes from that, just that I'm fresh off that experience where people ask you that all the time. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I'm sure you ask yourself, like you did just ask yourself, <laughs> I right? I do, yeah. But then a couple of three days or so back, I'm happy I can eat a meal off of my bedside table. <laughs> I can press a button on my phone and someone will bring me food from around the world. Right. Sure, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you get back into the comedy bit. You get a couple of laughs. You're okay. Yeah. 
You're okay. But um, uh, is that you have a supportive family down there in Miami? <laughs> I had to take a breath. Um, their support, I think, I think they're supportive by. De- I think they just realize that I've been doing it long enough that I'm not. I'm not not going to do it. You know what I mean? Right. I think this is it. But my mother is Cuban, and she's still going to be like, "Well, you could you could be a sales rep at Bacardi." <laughs> You know, you could just pedal rum. It's like, oh, Jesus, mom, you know. That's um, her plan? She just, I think For she, you, I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, she just would rather me be, you know, like a doctor or a lawyer or married one. So, you know. I'm Any not, one of the three. Any one of the three. Yeah. 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 And uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, I, I admire all those, you know what I mean? If you want to. None I, of the three. <laughs> I find it. I mean, I think science is fascinating. I think it would have been super cool to have been a doctor. I think most. I think all lawyers are frustrated comedians. Oh, just like musicians are frustrated comedians, and comedians are frustrated musicians. Come on, you feel that a bit, yeah? I totally know what you mean because I think there's they are drawn to it for the performative aspect, and they weren't able to channel that in some other way that was financially risky. So they went into this way that was stable, but they still get an an audience and a crowd. They get to do a little bit of work. Probably not landing jokes. <laughs> or, or Juries ar- can be tough. <laughs> <laughs> right, just arguments, just cases. Yeah. Um, but I think that's true. I think yeah. also advertising. I was just going to, you took the words out of my mouth. That's what I studied in school. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The performative, we're drawn to a couple of avenues where right. we think, oh, that would pay the bills and allow me to be creative. Yeah. When in fact, <laughs> no, maybe it's fine. Maybe it's fine. And but, all my lawyer friends are sad. Not all of them. Oh, God. Now they're going to listen and be like, fuck you. Can we curse on here? Oh, it's okay. Oh, okay. I'm I'll put tr- that little explicit E next Oh, to thank it. God. I'm a truck driver. <laughs> Jesus. That's all right. I want you to be free with your thoughts here. Thank you. I, I mean, appreciate this is it. a free space for thank us. You. Thank you. <laughs> so, but uh, well, let's talk about the, uh, how has your new year uh, been? How is, your, uh, how is the New York experience? What's it? What, what, you have some plans for the new year? Um, I'm happy to be back in New York. I was in Miami for 10 days, which, yeah, where's home for you? Just outside of Philadelphia. Oh, nice. That's yes. so nice. It, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I had a, a good upbringing. It's all, it's all okay. I think that's very nice. Um, one of my, you know uh, the immediate family, fine. Once you start moving out. Oh, sure. That's everybody. And <laughs> it's wild. Oh, yeah. And you think, gosh. Oh, come on. I'm Cuban. You don't think I've had some people go to jail? It's a, it's a fuck show down there. Come on. But you were down there for New Year's. I, I came back. I had a show on the first at Caroline's, so I came back. See, yeah, nice. I was. I, yeah. nice. Way to drop that in there. Oh, oh, you know what, man? You asked me what I was doing in the new year. You little turd. (laughs) Caroline's lovely. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like my third time. It's It's funny. you got to walk through the kitchen, though, don't you? Yeah. Uh, What's that about? It feels kind of cool. Showbiz. <laughs> That's what that is. But it's such a big room. It's so cavernous. It's yeah. But then I saw Attell, and of course he filled it up, and he made it feel like just the coziest thing. <laughs> I I yep. think he's yep. great. Yep. That was a big show with him. A couple other people on that. Yeah. Oh no. I I was just going. I was just there as a nerd. I was yeah, just watching. There were still other people. <laughs> yes. No. No. Right. He. Yeah. He's always so lovely. He'll always um have up and coming comedians open for him. I yeah. think that's very nice. Yeah. Um, so, but you were in Miami leading up to the up to the new year. Yeah, so I gaining go, material for oh, your January first. Sh- oh, sure, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Christmas Eve is really big for uh, Hispanics, so uh, noche, we call it Nochebuena. Um, 
good night or okay uh, yeah. yeah so my because I didn't my first year in New York I wasn't able to go down just because financially I had just moved sure and my grandma got real sad so now I kind of make it a point oh yeah the mm -hmm. old bird <laughs> yeah no she's great I I, really, I mean she's the toughest cookie of them all but I, I adore her yeah, you don't want her sad I don't want her sad no, no. She's a nice lady. She's out of control, but a nice lady. Ha takes her Xanax with wine, but I love her to death. She's great. I think that's how it's recommended. Oh, yeah. She's 91. I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah. I'd be dropping acid. Now, uh, you grew up in Miami. Mm -hmm. You're first-generation Miami? Yeah, first-generation American. American, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah. You could say, but also Miami, you're not wrong. Yeah. And uh, both parents Cuban? My dad's from Paraguay. Paraguay. Which is so weird. I know. It's a waste of a trip. Don't go. <laughs> You've been it's down landlocked. There? No, I'm kidding. Because now some people are going and they're like, I love it. And I'm like, that's cool. Um, but yeah, he's from Asuncion, the capital. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, I, I, I have like uh, a, uh, 10 first cousins down there. So it's because wow. he was one of four and each of his siblings had like three or four kids. Yeah. And, um, and, and Paraguay, uh, uh, relatively calm place. It's not a place I think about, I'll be honest of with you. Of course not. Yeah, nobody thinks about it. See, <laughs> there she is. It's, it's... No one thinks about it. It's trash, darling. You know. Uh, uh, but is it it's kind of flying under the radar? Absolutely. Is it a place where people should be going? No. Should I see it on House Hunters <laughs> International? I doubt it. <laughs> no, I think what everyone uh, is attracted to is Uruguay, which is to the, oh, God, here, I'm going to mess up my, uh, east. Yeah. Uh, it's the East Coast, and it has like a, it's like a lovely, there's like beach towns, and like that's, Uruguay is pretty, but otherwise, like, it's landlocked. Uh, it shares uh, borders with Brazil and Bolivia and Argentina. Um, yeah, we, yeah. I was just thinking it. I have a joke about that, too. I'm like, oh, this is great. And it's like, yeah, we're in Brazil now. I'm like, got it, understood, you know. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we saw, we drove to uh, this, the Las Cataratas de Iguazú, uh, the, the Iguazu Waterfalls, which is like one of the seven wonders of the world. But we still had to drive to Brazil, and it's like it, it's split between Brazil and Argentina. Yeah. And, of course, are they, all the Argentinians are like, oh, it's better from the Argentina side. And it's like, oh, come on. Yeah. Do you know that about Argentinians? That we all, <laughs> we all think they're the cat's meow. Well, I could imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the tango going on down there. <laughs> it's a lot of uh, power dynamics oh, sure, and assertion right. of um, dominance. Yeah, a lot of macho <laughs> energy down that's there. That's right. But that's every, I mean, that's that's all of it. That's the whole culture. Yep. And, but that's how people in Buffalo and Toronto feel, too. So. Oh, really? Oh, well, explain that to me. Well, around the Niagara Falls, they always say, oh, well, it's prettier on the Canadian side or it's prettier on the, you, whichever one people. Oh, sure. Oh, that I've makes sense. I've been to both. It's fine. <laughs> I've been to the, I've been on the Canadian side. Yeah. I thought it was lovely. Yeah, I think, I think that's the, the better one. Okay. I had no idea. I was <laughs> I just delighted. Remember. I was like, this is great. And I don't care that much. But, right. yeah, <laughs> but yeah. also, like, there's like uh, kind of a weird boardwalk vibe up there. In Canada? I, I believe sure. so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not, not throughout Canada. <laughs> no, just in that little just area. Just right there at the Niagara Falls. I think there's a kind of like a strip there with like a Ripley's Believe It or Not. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, okay. I don't. I was in the third grade. It was my first time on a plane. <laughs> I, it was a lot all at once, but wow. I loved it. Yes. So maybe not Ripley's didn't leave an impression. I don't, I'm sure my mom didn't take us to Ripley's. She's kind of like, we're not going to do that cheese dick shit. <laughs> no. There's enough to believe it or not with the waterfalls. Right. Yeah, sure. Um. <laughs> and and so with the the night before Christmas though does that is that um, a special 
what do you do on that? Yeah, that yeah. Um, so we we roast a pig, which uh, not a lot of people are happy with. But there's yeah. a big pig, and um, in the backyard. In the backyard, yeah. In a which is this is not PC, but it's called like a hachina, which is a Chinese box. It's not okay, but okay. Um, yeah, they <laughs> did they, they come up with it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a disaster. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the origin story. <laughs> Worth but... later interrogation for someone else. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get grilled later. But um, yeah, they they cook the pig there, and it's just um, I should know why we. It's such a big night for us. Asking like, a, like a cement, like a cement kind of a box. It's a wooden box. A wooden box over the fire. It, it the the fire is within. It's imagine like a barbecue, but in a rectangle with coals, and then like a. Like a almost like a wire fence that acts as a grill. It's like yeah. a coffin. Exactly like a coffin. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. And it's very much like a, you know, just it's like the men do it. Now I sound so I'm setting us back fifty years. <laughs> but since I never really cared for it, I'm like, sure, whatever. And they cook it and everybody, you know, it's a whole thing. But it's delicious. It yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. yeah. And there's, you know, rice and beans and the plantains and and are, there, is, are the gifts happening too? Are no gifts? It's more about the family. It's more of like a Thanksgiving it's, vibe. It's more about, yeah, it's almost like a Thanksgiving vibe. But there's like 60 of us, so we break it off into tables. It almost looks like a chill wedding. <laughs> because there's like, there's like, there must be like eight round tables that fit six or eight people. Yeah, there's just a bunch of, yeah. And and rum goes with it? What goes with oh, it? Sh- oh, sure. there's, there's a full, yeah, there's full liquor. Yeah, and if you're 10 and you sneak it, good for you. Nobody cares. Yeah, go for it. Put some hair on your chest. Yeah, Yeah. sure. (laughs) And there's appetizers and obviously a dessert after, like a tres leches or like a chocolate mousse. I love it, yeah. Yeah, do you know what tres leches is? I do, Great, perfect. Yeah. No, I lived in California for 10 years. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I've had plenty of it. (laughs) Cool. It's a moist cake, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. I'm actually not crazy about it. I'm kind of, I'm like a bad It's a Cuban. little too wet sometimes. It's a bit much, yeah. <laughs> I, a lot of the Cuban, like I don't like, I'll, I like rice and beans, but when they mix it together, it's called uh, congris or moro, mm-hmm. and I don't like it because I feel like it starts to get dry. I'd rather have the white rice and pour Shoot. my, yes. it's weird little, I'm a little weirdo. <laughs> I'm a little freak. So far, we're on the same weirdo frequency. Oh, so yeah. It's okay. I feel right at home. And now, uh, within that, within the rituals, within the system of sure. beliefs and all this, uh, is there room for crystals, uh, stars, uh, any of that kind of stuff? Astrology, tarot. Oh, I mean, for me, yeah, always. But are you speaking about specifically on Noche Buena with my family? I just meant within your family at all. Is there any tradition of that within, within the Cuban experience? Oh, well, I mean... I- uh, I always grew up respecting... Um, or I should say your Cuban experience. That's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, there's Santeros within Cuba um, and the diaspora. And I'm... Or uh, people who practice Santeria. Yes. And I'm... I, uh, I wasn't raised that way, but I was always raised to respect them, which I thought was very cool. You know, it's not like my mom was like, oh, they're bad people. My mom was just like... You know, they just practice something different, and um, you treat them with respect. Uh, and you could always tell, like, if someone's getting initiated, they're wearing all white and like these um, these beads on their wrist. You can kind of you can kind of identify them. Um, but I always thought that was kind of cool to like have that respect for someone else. That it's definitely like a gray area of like what they're doing. Well, not gray, or it's different what they do. Uh, but I always thought it was cool. Some people are creeped out by it, but I think it's cool. It's like a different uh, religion, I guess. Yeah. 
some kind of a, a faith yeah. uh, uh, practice that's yeah. going on there. Yeah. And I've, I forget, I should know more about no, it. No, no, it's um, okay. Uh, but that's. So should I. I should <laughs> know right more about the, it. Yes. Yeah, I, sh- I should be fully informed. <laughs> but that is where more of the, oh, now we're talking about it and the lights started to go. Okay, now we're now we're into now it. Now we're cooking. <laughs> now we're into it. Yeah. Now we've got our pigs in boxes. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, does, that has to do it borders on witchcraft or no? Um, I don't think so. So my understanding of it is that um, when the uh, oh gosh, I hope I don't get this wrong. Uh, 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 during the slave trade, or during I don't even know if that's the correct way to say it, but. Um, uh, people from the Yoruba tribes in Africa were brought to Cuba yes. and they wanted to continue practicing their religion. But the Spanish conquistadores um, kind of made them become, you know, they kind of imposed the Roman Catholic religion on them. So as a way to keep their religion intact, they uh, disguised their deities under different saints or, or they kind of made up their saints. So like, I think Chango is San Lázaro and, um, Oh, it's like Chango, San, uh, uh, San Lázaro, Santa Bárbara. All these. So basically, they were smart enough to hide their deities under these Catholic uh, saints, and they were able to continue practicing. But you can kind of tell they'll make little altars, similar to like if you go into like a an Asian restaurant. Sometimes I like mm-hmm. see the altars, yeah. something like that, where like it'll be like a bowl of water or some kind of a liquid. I'm so sorry. I don't know more for you. No, I, and I don't mean to put you on the spot. It, uh, uh, but uh, interesting how these kind of yeah. Uh, uh, ritual systems uh, yeah. and how things adapt and blend. And certainly that is the story of Miami itself with all these different cultures coming yeah. together and meeting. And sometimes in the past, you said weirdo, uh, and, and in the past I've said Miami is very weird. But then I started to think, well, hold on now, Dale. Is weird the right word or is it just a number of things that are all a little bit unfamiliar trying to make it together? you know, in this place that is itself geographically kind of strange and unsettling. Yeah. And you think about New York being the city that never sleeps, and that's because the lights and the uh, cars and the people and all that. But in Miami, it feels the same that the city never sleeps because the landscape never sleeps because the bugs and the gators and the trees and the uh, whatever else has happened, the humidity. I mean, it's a very profoundly strange kind of a place it's super kooky and i love it i love it's it it's great i yeah uh, it's great it's great um but uh, and that was your experience growing up is among that you have that you you were catholic growing yeah, up. yeah i was raised um, roman catholic yeah but uh, you were in that miami you feel that strangeness though don't you Oh yeah, but in a, in a, it almost feels like a warm hug. You know what I mean? Like the humidity is just a hug. Uh, but I love it. Yeah, I was there from like zero to twenty eight. It's so in I, you. I, yeah, it's yeah. in me. I I love it though. I do you know who Mayron? Oh God, I don't know how to say his last name. Mayron, big tall guy. Anyway, this comedian Mayron Karani. Oh God, I'm gonna Kigani? say Kigani. Yes, Kigani. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when he found out I was from Miami, he's like, oh, whoa. <laughs> he's like, Miami is fucked up or something like, holy sh-, you know what I mean? Like almost like, 
Yeah, to the same effect of like Miami's almost as weird, if not weirder, than New York in its own way. Says the Ir- Iranian from Boston. <laughs> right, right. It's like six feet tall and like <laughs> yeah. such a presence. Uh, but yeah. But it was cool that uh, he immediately was like, yeah. Like he knew because he had lived there. So oh, he knew. I see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some places in Miami, you know, New York's a hit, but there's 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 24. There's a club that's 24 hours in Miami, which I think is insane. <laughs> like 365 like it does I mean obviously it's a strip club but it's I mean please but it's yes. nice it's it's a nice place like some people will go there after you know after hours and then space is another club which I still haven't been to but um it goes till like a le- like 2 p.m. so there are some people who wake up specifically like for after hours so it's like from like four or five in the morning till like nine in the morning or ten yeah. that's wild that's a kind of vampiric existence yeah which is an element there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's great. You ever go out to Vizcaya? Oh, yeah. It's lovely. It's, it's gorgeous. Lovely. Kind of sinking. Kind of uh, yeah. it's too hot for that to exist. But there <laughs> it, it is. It feels like it's melting into the – it's a kind of old mansion kind of a place. Yes. It's yeah. It's like an old estate. Yeah. Uh, they used to do the Renaissance fairs there. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's... that makes about as much oh. sense as anything, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. It was so cool. <laughs> and then they do weddings there, which is like insane to me. <laughs> I think it's so cool, but yeah, the tip of it where where the where the docks are, it almost feels like this, uh, uh, Venice a little bit, right? Yeah, well, yeah, you know? the, you're like easy uh, bitch, easy tiger. No. Okay, no, I'm kidding. The, it's it's nice. made to look like Venice. You're right. right. Yes, right. there's kind of some poles there and water, right. but when I was there, uh-huh. maybe the first time. Uh, it had a, a an amount of growth, amount of algae, oh, okay. or something that had. I haven't been was in years. Very thick. Okay. <laughs> the water was very thick, and Venice it can be thick, but in a different way. And it, it wasn't quite like. But yes, sure. that is certainly made. No, it's made to allude to a lot of other things. And uh, sure, why not throw a Renaissance fair in there? Oh, it was a hoot. Do they do it on the water? No, it's like all throughout the state, like all throughout the gardens, and oh, you know, okay. like oh, here's a turkey leg, and like people are like, in, you know, looking like maidens. I mean, no, a place where the Renaissance just didn't touch. <laughs> that, that's what's amusing. To yeah, me I know about that. No, that's like you understand a field in Ohio. Okay, it looks basically like sure. the you know hillside. Yeah. Of, we were pretending it was a castle. We thought we were. Yeah, we, we were <laughs> With palm trees. It was a hoot. Yeah. yeah, we were just. Listen, to live in Miami, you have to enter a willing suspension of disbelief constantly. Okay, it's like you got to do it. <laughs> but and there can be a little bit of a menace down there too. Menace in what way? I mean, yes. My sure. my experience. Sure, but, sure. Uh, just a, I've always thought all of Florida has a kind of quiet menace <laughs> to it. Like something is, is about it? to happen, <laughs> and it could go terribly wrong, and that that's just you'll never be heard of or from again. <laughs> oh, I lo- see. I actually felt that way in Venice when I went oh, because it's so yeah. weaving and wool. Oh, yeah. I'm like someone could just kidnap me into one of these alleys, and I'd never be heard from again. Yes. Um, I understand what you're saying, and yes, but uh, um, I am a bit creeped out by the rest of Florida. I've always said you need a passport to get to Miami, <laughs> and and that you always have to go up north to get deep south. Yeah, well, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I always, I, I always grew up with like this like guttural fear of like anytime I saw a Confederate flag, I'm like, oh shit, we're not safe. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because uh, Miami's such a uh, I mean, a melting pot, kind of like New York in that way, where it is, there are so many cultures. I, I I feel like New York is more white than Miami, 
which yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I know I may sound crazy, but you know, certainly the comedy. <laughs> well but see and this is another conversation i was just talking to someone else about this miami though unfortunately is uh i don't know if the culture is conducive to comedy yet you know yeah yeah. um there's not the cultural infrastructure exactly to to have a robust scene i think of maybe any kind right really i mean there are a lot of visual artists that are there there are a lot Mm -hmm. of musicians that are there filmmakers Mm -hmm. etc but there, it's not huge. <laughs> no, no, and and yeah, and unfortunately, anyone who's really serious, I think now within the last five years, like our Basel's so huge that if you're a visual artist and you want to stay down there, you can. Yeah. But I think if you're any kind of artist, you have to eventually kind of like either go away and get better at your craft, and then come back. If you if you want to come back, like everyone's like, are you going to come back? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, there's nothing. That being said, um, there are some great comedy producers who are really doing the Lord's work down there. My friend Adam owns a bar in Wynwood. Do you did you yeah, ever get to visit yeah. Wynwood? Um, called Gramps, and he would let us do. You know, like Hannibal came through town, and he let me do a show there with Hannibal and Giannis Papas. And so now they kind of keep that going. Eric Andre just does shows down there too. Um, but it's definitely like the alty scene, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because the Miami Improv, of course, like the manager got caught doing coke and like <laughs> <laughs> the most Miami story, and that's why I got, you know what I mean? Like disaster. I do um, think if you're an artist there, it helps to have friends who are developers or uh, in the real estate. Oh, <laughs> sure, that could just because they're going to give you life. space, yeah, yeah, and you're going to have that space for three years, and then they're going to sell that space, and you got to move, but you hope they can move into another one of their properties, sure, in whatever the new arts district is going to be. Yeah, I wonder what I think. Um, Buena Vista, like the little Haiti area, is the next oh, area yes. that's coming up, yeah, kind of like north of the design district, right? It's uh, creeping. It's yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. There's a couple of uh, hotel motels that have been converted. Into hipster places oh, to go for so, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's and that's been happening for years. I think it's just becoming more and more evident. Um, gosh, I was about to tell you something and I forgot. It's okay; it'll come to well, me. Well, I'll tell you this: tell when me. I was thinking about the the menace thing, and I can't remember if I've told this story ever before, but I'm oh, going to tell it exciting. now. But my grandfather lived in Florida, a little bit north up there near uh, Sanibel and all that. Oh, okay. And when he died, we went down uh, for the funeral and. Uh, lady friend at the time uh we we got a rental car and we wanted to drive down to like a gator preserve you know where you walk out among the alligators and things on little boardwalks and the map i don't know if it was wrong if i was wrong reading it something happened this is before the phones and the gps kind of stuff and we made a left and we went around suddenly we were in a a sandy road in some back alley uh, i mean alley it's everglades (laughs) and the sand when you advance the car, sinking, okay? Oh, no. <laughs> the wheels are just spinning and sinking. I said, well, I'll go go and get help. And so I walked down the road a little bit, and the only other house there is a, kind of a low-slung trailer kind of a deal, uh, chain-link fence with hubcaps tied into it. This and is two, like out of a movie. Very, I'm, I just want everyone to know I have agita. My little heart can't take this. Two very large Dobermans come bounding out. and say, well, I'm not going in there <laughs> to ask anything. So we go back and brr, 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 and this car's getting deeper and deeper. I can't push it. There's just two of us. We can't can't get it out. Big Buick is what the rental car is yeah. all they had. Yeah. And then on the distance, we see a couple of ATVs pull up in a van. 
and they stop and they kind of idle out there. Now, if you've read Flannery O'Connor or anything like that, this is going the way it should, and this is it for us, right? <laughs> the one guy has got kind of a uh, you know big sunglasses, and he tosses a beer can into the woods, and uh, I think oh, I don't know, I don't know how this is going to go, but and they drive up and uh, could not be kinder. Helped us, pushed us out of there. Oh, good. I'm glad. <laughs> Got I us was back so on our way, there. and we went to see the Gators, and it was lovely. But it just had that moment where, oh, this is terrible. We're goners. This is terrible. Yeah. We're going to be in the back of that van. Like, this is not good. In chopped up into little pieces. You're <laughs> going to be Gator Bites. Florida has many mysteries. It does. It oh. does. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad that story turned out okay. I was, <laughs> I was real nervous. Do you have any strange occurrences and things that happened? Ghosts or spirits? I couldn't tell if you were approaching saying that in your own life you do have the crystals and all that stuff too or, I or do, no. I do have the crystals and all that stuff. Yeah. I, I respect it and I, I hold it in reverie. Um, is that the right way to say it? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, it's crazy. I, I woke up yesterday thinking about Syntonia, the woman who was just granted clemency. Yes. So I woke up thinking about her and then in, I – In Nashville. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I went on the news and she was granted clemency and I was like, well, that's peculiar. You were thinking of her. I just woke up thinking just about thinking. her. Just thinking. Wow. Well, because she, do, do you know, are you familiar with the story? I'm not as familiar. It's with okay. Um, I so, know that it happened. I know yeah, the part it happened. Sure. Uh, basically, she was, uh, uh, when she was 15 or 16, I believe, uh, she was bought for sex as a sex worker. Yes. And then she was able to kill the man who, who bought her. And she was still, uh, she was, I think the sentence was life in prison, which, you know, fuck you. Like, if you buy me for sex, I'm going to try and kill you. I think that's how it goes. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's in the handbook. It's like, yeah. Right. Um, And and I just keep, you know, and and, uh, there had been some, you know, the the case got some coverage and then it kind of died down. So I did think it was weird that I woke up thinking, I was like, I mean, I, I I didn't. It's I woke up. I mean, I was thinking about it because it's terrible. But why particularly yesterday? You know, yeah. a, and then and then I you know Instagram whatever I got on the news and it's like oh shit she was just granted clemency that's great. So a little touched. A little yeah I don't know you know Does but that then happen I, a lot. It happens at peculiar times, but I feel so I'm so hesitant to be like I'm a witch. You know I'm like a millennial witch. <laughs> Um, you know, I don't want to be that asshole, so I just quietly notice things. Right. But but and then I think it's pretty groovy that that happened yesterday. And then here I am on your show where you like to touch upon those topics. Oh yes, it's all putting uh, pieces together. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool. I do think yeah. those things are pretty cool. I do yeah. believe in like uh, you know serendipitous kismet events. Yep. All the time. Little love... glimmers from other universes. Whatever it is. I think it's very cool. If I think... you're attuned to it, if you're kind of relaxed into it, yeah. it happens. Yep. And it might not be that anybody has to be particularly special, or uh, you know, uh, touched. <laughs> but but you are open enough. In your life as you go through it. That probably just, anybody. It probably happens more than people say. Yes. And I think just the way you said, you just have to be open to it. Yeah. So, you, you know, yeah, I could have just brushed it off as a coincidence. But I think that's so peculiar with the Satoni thing. And, yeah, and those things kind of happen all the time. Wow. That's why I was – well, I was flattered. <laughs> I was flattered when you asked me to be on the show. I said, I can't believe he even thought about me. Oh, well, Yes. I'm so flattered, <laughs> truly. I, just, I have wanted to have you on for oh, a while, Oh, I'm so, so touched. I, I, I was so glad that it worked out. I feel like I just kind of putz around, you know? 
You know, you just kind of putz around from show to show and day job and temp, whatever. Oh, you know yes. how it is. You yeah. get it? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, uh, were you always funny? Oh, um, I think I, here, here we go, darling. <laughs> I think it was out of necessity. Uh, yeah, you know, I was always like, okay, so back to Miami. Um, all of my girlfriends growing up were like these like beautiful, tan, little things. And I was just always this like taller, pale, frumpy thing. Uh, so I think I developed a funny personality out of necessity. And that allowed you to kind of float through the different uh, stratas of sure. high school or social circles. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And my mom's very funny too. She's very like, uh, you know, a sarcastic and a bit of a hard ass. And, oh, mom, look at this. Yeah, no shit. I'm like, all right, well, good talk. <laughs> you know, I'm like, great. <laughs> She's an asshole. <laughs> the best kind, but yeah. Then my, yeah, and her cousin, who I just call my uncle, he's, yeah, everyone's, you know, yeah, everyone's pretty funny. It's the way to get attention. <laughs> did she did she flee Cuba? Uh, they left in 1960, so you know how Castro came into power in yeah. 19, yeah, New Year's Eve 1959. Yeah, 1960, uh, my grandfather was a political prisoner, and he sent my grandmother and his two sisters and all the kids um, and they just came to Miami and they all they all lived in one house. And then as they kind of got jobs and saved up money, they all like moved because it was like three families. My mom's one of three. How do, my mom. Uh, so my grandfather's sister, she, one of them had 10 kids, which is a fuck show of kids. <laughs> but yeah. So as as everyone kind of got their shit together, they moved out. Um, and your father had a lot of siblings. Would you yeah. Say? My dad's one of four. Four and my mom's one of three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, there's no cable. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a Cuban family. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's um, fun. <laughs> I, it's I guess hoot. what I was asking is, is, is her humor informed by a kind of like a uh, uh, tragedy? Is her humor kind of stereotypically bombastic uh, way I would think about uh, um, Cuban humor? <laughs> if, uh, if I think about it. And... Yeah, I, I, I think people um, think of. Uh, I think what you're thinking of is more like slapstick. Like whenever I watch shows in Spanish, you know, like uh, like typical. Why can't I think of the name of this character now? There's a very famous. It's like Gucci Frito. No, that's not it. He's a man and he used to dress up like a bug. I feel like a bad oh, Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking yeah, about? It was yeah, like a red bug yeah. suit. So that you remember is more slapstick. Yeah. Um, and not that my mom wouldn't appreciate that, but she does appreciate very subtle, like slick, again, like an asshole, just like a real, just like a <laughs> slick little, like like a sly little, like, <laughs> all right, you little turd, like, okay. Uh, so I think there's layers to it, but yeah. So you pulled some of that into your own. Yes. No, I definitely think I pulled more of that than the slapstick, even though um, I, I do like uh, moving around on, I've noticed that I like kick on, you know, I kick at certain times. And I'm like, what is that about? But it's more, I don't know. Pursue it, yeah. I yeah, I I'm learning to just surrender to whatever's yes, going to come. I out. love physical comedy. It is always fun. And sometimes if I'm doing a talk show, I realize I'm just sitting there. I gotta gotta get up and move a little yeah, bit, or at least groovy. be as expressive as I can be sitting in a chair. Honor yourself. You gotta <laughs> right. do it. Were there were there people though that you were looking to outside of the family that gave you even the idea to do comedy, or was that always there? I didn't know I could do comedy till I saw it on TV, till I saw, 
I think it was like, who did I see? Like Ted Alexander or someone, I, you know, or, or and, um, well, and my mom, you know what my mom and I would, we loved uh, the Kings of Comedy. We like recite that whole <laughs> special to each other. Just like, just like, oh, him, da- like when Bernie Mac's like him downstairs, like that whole, <laughs> we just say the whole, I'm sh- yeah, now I'm, I'm sure she played, I know she played Carlin and Pryor growing up too, but uh I don't think, wait, what was the first question? Did I, uh, oh yeah, I, I started writing when I was like 14, I think, or 16. But I, I was like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to need a drink before I go on stage. <laughs> so I didn't actually get on stage till I was 21. But I, I remember like, or maybe it was 16, that I was just like writing out a whole thing. Because we were living in this apartment building and I could hear the neighbors upstairs and I just created this whole story about the neighbors. And what, do you, what did you do with that then? Did oh, that nothing. Did the basis just, of the act? No. Oh, it just died in a notebook somewhere. Would no. Would you ever bring that back? I mean, sure. New York's kind of the same living situation, right? Where somebody <laughs> farts and you hear it <laughs> two stories up. You're like, all right, eat cool with the beans, bro. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we know a lot about our neighbors if we choose to tune in. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, she's an escort. That's cool. Good for her. Make that paper. You know what I mean? Do it, girl. Oh, yeah. I think we might live in a different neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you for sure live in a nicer neighborhood. For sure. But I'm intrigued. I'd like to visit sometime. You know what's crazy is that where I live now, there's men um, that play dominoes, and they just scream at each other in Spanish all day long. And if you didn't know any better, you'd think they were fighting. But if I just stop and listen, I'm like, oh, no, they're just they're just negging each other. You know what I mean? They're just like, hey, my God. Watch me, you know, like I got it, I got the double, whatever it is, you know what I mean. And it's just like three games going all at once. And I love that there's always one woman who like really runs the table, and she has like a wad of cash. And I'm like, get it, girl, do it. I love it. That's Sorry. the one to be. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> That's a good gig. Yeah. But you, you have another gig in addition to comedy. Oh sure, I still have a day job, unfortunately. Yeah. See how crestfallen I get. Uh, I know you, you, you just crumpled there, yeah. but. Yeah, well, I'm. I mean, I because I don't have it right now, but I'm happy and blessed that I keep getting day jobs so that I can keep living in New York to keep doing comedy. Yeah, it's just it's a it's, it's a grind. A, it is a requirement. Yeah, uh, I. It's shocking that anybody can do just a creative pursuit here at all. Yeah, uh, it's too expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, unless they finance, you know, unless they have money. even so. TV's shows go away. <laughs> oh, I was thinking more like financially, like family money. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, hey, well, if you can do it. You can do that. But yeah. are, then are you funny? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. You You're funnier because I mean? of the grit, because of the struggle. I hate shit. If that's the case, I'd be like, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm, uh, People have that bias. Like, oh, you're pretty. You can't be funny. Oh, sure. I just have the one, the bias of, well, you're rich. You can't be <laughs> I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The class issues. <laughs> I love it. I got to get over it. I love anyway, it. Uh, but that's a, that's a job. Does that a job feed you in any way, though, creatively? Sure. You get I, some characters in there? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the same is, I'm sure it's uh, the same for you where inspiration is constantly coming. And it's again, whether you're open to it. Yes. You I'm know very I mean? open to it. Yeah, I feel that with you. I do. Oh, I'm sure you pick up on energies, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I always. The other yeah. day, I almost wanted to get it. And sometimes I have gotten mm-hmm. off of the subway because it felt wrong. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't. You I, have wherever to. I need to be, I don't need to be there that this yeah. badly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you have to protect yourself. Have you read The Gift of Fear? Because I've been meaning to read it. No. Okay. So uh, a Should woman. Should we start a book club? Oh, I, you know what? I, yes, I would. I would do it. I would. Right. This is a lovely location, or we can meet any. It's New York. We can meet anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, this woman. When I first moved here, I was working at Barney's. Oh, Denise is a character. <laughs> Denise see. is such a character. She's like fifty something years old, just chain smokes cigarettes. She's like, I've seen it all. You know what I mean? And she <laughs> yes. she repairs handbags at Barney's, which is probably such a god. These women come in. They've like torn the bag. Just can you fix it? Lady, the bag's dead. Get a new bag. You live on Park <laughs> Avenue. Eat shit. You know what I mean? Right. But, Rich and cheap at the same time oh is one man. of my favorite combinations. <laughs> I guess it's how they stay wealthy, you know, but 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 super obnoxious. <laughs> yes. Like, like yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. throw your bag out. Anyway, <laughs> but Denise told me about this book, and it's basically uh, how, like, we're born, how, um, yeah, like, when you feel that energy, kind of, like, to honor it. Again, I haven't read the book, so I can't really talk too much about it, but. I'll read. I'll read that book with you. We'll get into it. Yeah, and then figure it out. It's been around for a while. It's like an older book, okay. but but yeah, people love it. I'm not against older books. No, right. It's, I I meant it more like it's not like yeah, I'm an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Sometimes they smell good. Okay. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah. I love smelling books. Sometimes new books don't don't smell good. No, of course not. Bad no. inks. Yeah, they got to get the funk. Do you ever smell puppy paws? <laughs> See, you didn't think I was this weird. Woo, off That's the like deep the end. Doritos thing, right? Yes, they smell, they like, smell the like Doritos. Corn chips or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 Do you have a dog? I don't. I don't have a dog, but I have been around enough uh, dog folks and dogs where I know that that is a thing, and I have experienced it myself where I have smelled the dog, but it's not to, in my personal. Sure. No, I no, I know I'm a real freak show. I get it. But that's cool that you know it. I just my friend has a dog and I'm like, Kunal, I'm like, have you smelled have you smelled Bruce's feet, his paws? And he's like, What? And I'm like, get on my come on, man. And then he did and he loved it. And I can't stop. Yeah. Bruce is a good name for a dog. I love when dogs have like adult human names. I think it's great. Um now it as the comedy has progressed, mm-hmm. um, and you draw from some of the people or wherever they come from, where the inspiration comes from. You've opened for some big names. Uh-huh. Worked with uh, Ron Funches. Mm-hmm. You have any good green room tales from that? I love Ron so much. Oh, he's so lovely. He's so great. I went so to see great. him at Sketchfest, I don't know, three or four years ago. Yeah. And he came out, and I laughed so hard. Yes. That I cried, started <laughs> coughing, and <laughs> fell down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that! I what? was sitting in a chair and I fell down. I mean, isn't that just the best? <laughs> what a just, great just reaction! Delightful. Yeah, just a delightful character. He's delightful. Um, I met him a couple years ago, and his son is autistic, and my brother's autistic, so we've always kind of bonded with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and he's also just so lovely. You know, he's just such a lovely man, which. In the world, it's hard to, you know, it's like you, Ron, and like, I don't know, the pizza guy downstairs, and that's it. Everybody else is fucked, man. That's it. It's a real trash can of people, okay? Get on our boat, man. Yeah, it's you and Ron are the captains. That's it. Well, talking about trash trash can behavior. My dating life? No, I'm kidding. Oh, well, actually. <laughs> Too revealing. No, the question that I had was yes, about please ask. Uh, uh, ghosting. Oh, 
Oh. Because, I, and maybe I have been guilty about this in the past. You I, little I, I don't know. You little shit. Uh, but I've been married a long time, so it's been forever since I've had the opportunity to do it. But even a cursory glance at your Twitter timeline oh, tells me that you are an expert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like I have a poltergeist kink or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Almighty. And, and what happened? That's where the person just disappears. You get together and then they disappear? Yes, and I just learned about mosting. <laughs> the kids just taught me mosting, which yes. is like, what a hoot. What does that mean? So mosting, I just learned is, and I've also been mosted, baby, um, <laughs> where they were, where the person really like kind of, you know, oh, you're so wonderful and you're dating and you're hooking up and you're, you know, the wiggity whoa and you're doing it all. And then they just stop yeah. or they just like, oh, they're like, oh, oh, it's not you. It's me. Oh, I just need a breather. Eat shit, dude. You know, get the hell <laughs> yes. out. I was seeing this guy, and, and he, uh, oh God, he'll never listen to this. He lives in the Hamptons, and he's like, oh, I just need a breather. And I'm like, and not to blow my own horn, but I was just doing a movie. I'm like, I'm doing a movie. You live in the Hamptons. Like, how much more of a breather do you need? <laughs> like, I couldn't, right. you know what I mean? Like, what the hell? But Separated by a vast distance. Vast distance. A jitney, at least. A jitney at least. <laughs> and and you know how it is. You're a comedian too. Yeah. Like we're always so busy. It's not like yep. I'm not bought what uh, clear. I don't know. It's an experience I need to learn from so that I don't scare the next person away. <laughs> well, stay out of the Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> he found. I know. And I never go there. I, we met in the city. It's a whole yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Don't need. But I wonder though how many people that do that are Libras. Oh, he's a Scorpio. Well, that's, oh, that's even worse. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a Sagittarius. But speaking as a Libra, sometimes I think, okay, I'm going to go 100% in this direction. Uh -huh. You know, that's the, the, the scales, right? The right. balance. And people think, oh, Libra is very balanced. Geminis are the ones that are zigzagging. Uh -huh. Not entirely. Okay. Because in my experience, it's 100% in that. I, if I ever said, I'm never moving there, you know in two weeks I'm going to move there. <gasps> You little freaks. I know. You little freaks. And I wonder if, if there's not a real uh, deep Libra current within it's possible <laughs> the ghosting within community. Him. But now I'm, I'm not defending it. I'm not saying no, that people no, should do it. No, no, I think it's curious, but yeah. But I, I would be surprised. Yeah. Hmm. But Scorpios are just, you know. <laughs> right, and maybe his moon's in Libra or maybe his rising sign's in Libra. So my moon's in Scorpio. Yeah. And then, I, oh gosh, I have it I have it in my phone. And then I think... Uh, is it Leo? And then my rising sign is Leo. That's good. That's a mighty one. I listen, you need it, huh? <laughs> you get trampled. <laughs> well, tell me about the movie and filming these things. Can you say anything about sure, the Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, you were in something that I watched, this We Don't Know video. Oh, yes, with my with Foley, who's also from, from Pennsylvania. How lovely was this he, uh, video that you Oh, made. you enjoyed it? Oh, I'm so glad. We're Oh, I'm flattered. Yeah, I thought you brought a wonderful, uh, I mean, you were yourself. Yes, you know, oh, yeah, but yeah. But you brought a wonderful kind of yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee quality to oh, the whole I'm thing. Oh, I'm flattered that you said Very that. Very nice. Oh, that's so nice. Um, that was, Foley approached me with the idea. Sorry, Henry Foley is a comedian. Yeah. Uh, he performs a lot at New York Comedy a New York comedy club. He's keeps he keeps popping up in movies. I'm so proud of him. Nice Philly boy. Yep. Uh, or just I, I I'm sure I, it's somewhere. You know I have the the uh, neighborhood wrong. But um, yeah. He approached me with the idea, and at first he was like, "Well, maybe we can interview other couples." And then as we were doing it, I'm like, "No, man. Let's just do us. Let's just do um episodic vignettes because 
everyone just kind of consumes and binges and we wanted to do it where if you caught it we put them all together as part of like a sizzle reel to in hopes to like sell it but you can watch each of those separately you know yes. what i mean like you don't need one without the other the little interactions between a couple right going right going through a an arc of some kind. Yeah. Many different arcs, I would say. We just wanted to pick up on like the idiosyncratic tendencies of what it is to be in a relationship. Yes. So you that's did it. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm, I'm happy you think that. Uh, yeah, that's why we called it We Don't Know because you're kind of just like, we don't know. Like you're just kind of like fumbling through <laughs> right, life. Like, right. is this my person? Yeah, but also we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And the other film that you're working on, that's so, something you came up with or you're an uh, actor in it? I was an actor in it. Brett Davis is so lovely and he... um. His roommate wrote this film, which I fell in love with, and uh, he suggested he suggested me and like twenty five other comedians for the role, and I auditioned for it, and I got it, and uh, it's so great. It's called Asking for It. Uh huh. It's currently in post production. They're Wonderful. editing it. Yeah. Um, Brett Davis. He's so great. Well, I've been trying to help him in my capacity as wellness advisor over there on <laughs> MNN. <and laughs> I just, we've been through a lot together, and I hope that he's able to, to pull through. I, I hope it's so, too. It's dark times for him if you watch that program. I, I, when I can, I do. I think he's great. Yeah, well, I, we, we're optimistic about 2019. I'm morbidly <laughs> optimistic, always. <laughs> well, that's my, that's my question there. Are you looking forward to it? To, to 2019? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I would you like to do more acting? That was the other question I had. Oh, sure. I mean, so uh, I was. I feel so spoiled with this movie. It was so many strong women and uh, just like POC and uh, every joke that I thought of, they let me do. I'm like, what about if I do this? They're like, yeah. <laughs> and I did get to be very physical, actually. I see. Oh, yeah. There's there's one scene. I mean, who knows if it's going to get cut, but I'm like sticking things down my dress. It's just it's just. But it was everybody when you hear everybody else laughing, you're like, oh, OK, this worked. You know what I mean? When you're the sound guy laughing, I was like, no sense of humor. I was like, oh, great. OK, cool. I've done shows where only the bartenders laughing and I feel very good about but it. But That's great. The back of the room. Yeah, that's what you want. Yep. They hear it all. If you make them laugh. Yep. You're doing something right. Yeah. So, yes, you're you're optimistic. You got some good things on the vision board for 2019. I am almost done with my vision board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. You have to do a vision board. I mean, this this city will crush you and this, you know, what we're pursuing this. Yes. You get soul crushed every day. Because <laughs> if no one laughs, you're like, oh, God, I just told you some vulnerable things. You know, I just told you about how I used to be a fat kid. You don't think that's funny? I'm going to go kill myself and eat a pizza. You know? Yeah, you get it. You got to do it all. Got to do it all. You got to read all the, you are a badass. You got to read all the happy stuff and the crystals and the vision board and light candles. You got to do it. Light them up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm there with you. Yeah, meditate. We had uh, Erica Bradbury on the show uh, a couple weeks ago, and she's over there at Species by the Thousands, uh -huh. a crystal and wellness shop. Oh, And cool. it was so nice. Uh, I'll thank her now. She brought me a little spray and a candle after our interview. Unexpected. Oh, and, that's uh, so uh, nice. I thank her for that. That was very nice. So, we'll, Did we'll you like sage? That. Have you saged your home for the new year? Queen. Not for the new year. <laughs> Wait, did she sage? Get uh, it. Uh, I haven't for the new year. No. Oh, you no. got to do it. I should do it. We, yeah. As we were talking, we, we, we were talking about this problematic now with some of the sage and where it's harvested from and where it comes oh, from. No. So we have to think through some other uh, options. But that's a good thing to do for the new year. I'm I did get you. a beautiful crystal in Ohio. Oh, it's full of healing light and love. 
Oh, cool. <laughs> what kind of crystal is it? Like a rose? Like a, what are we talking oh, here? It's a kind of a cobaltina, cobaltino, oh, okay. something like that. A pink, very dense crystals, very sparkly. Cool. Oh, yes. I was worried when I got it because I was like, is this energy right? Because you buy some things from the flea market and there's other things around the the stall and you you think, "Mm, I don't know. You said like when you see a Confederate flag. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you think, where did this come from? But then sometimes it's best to not investigate terribly and let the stones just speak to you. And I bought this one and luckily I looked it up and it was like pure healing love energy. And I thought, yes, and it went right next to the bed. That's why you were drawn to it. That's why. You're a good yeah. soul. They all come into our lives for a reason. I'm glad it found you. <laughs> I'm glad this happened. Yeah. I mean, that's so great. Do you have some shows coming up? Oh, God, now I'm blanking out. Oh, I'm doing Colin Burgess. Yes. Has me on parental approval this Saturday. I don't know when you release these. This should probably come out soon. So anything oh, in the okay, next yeah. week Oh, okay, yeah. I don't so. want to mess up your, your groove, baby. That's all, that's all right. Um, or should people just check your website? Yes, I'm so sorry. Yes, it's, it'll be on my website. I'm, that's another thing in the new year. I'm trying to be better about promoting myself and writing everything down. The amount of empty calendars that comedians have on their websites. <laughs> I mean, if yeah, I'm sh- if you looked, I, it, 2018 was embar- It's like, oh, she didn't do shit for 2018. It's like, no, I just, I never put it in. And my friend who's a musician actually got down on me about it. He's like, you need to be putting it in. But you know how it is. Sometimes you get asked to do a show or they throw you up on a show. Yeah. I, I was lucky, you know, at UCB, they, they were nice enough to put me up fresh out on Thursdays. They're yeah. like, hey, you want to do it? And now I can't backtrack it. Yeah. You know, I don't know how to work my calendar. I think my... everybody was so optimistic when they put that calendar function on their <laughs> Squarespace page. <laughs> and the amount of people that are not using it, I love it. People just put an Instagram post with all the upcoming things, and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. That works. But I'm amused as someone who reaches out to a great number of comedians and uh, always looking for, oh, are they available? Else. Yeah, no, it's it's a fuck show. We're we're fucked. We're a disaster. Oh, you're gonna pull through though. So are you? We're pulling yeah, through. We're pulling through together. We got our crystals <laughs> and our vision boards. We're doing it. We're doing it. And I'm so glad we did this. Uh, Irene, thanks for being here. Thank you so much. I was so touched when you reached out. Yeah. I really was. I think it's so cool. <laughs> well, good. We'll talk to you again. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, I had such a wonderful time in the deep night with Irene. Please go and support her, see her shows, give her a follow on social media. There's a darkness there that I enjoy. (laughs) Personalized readings this week go out to Khalil Albright of Centralia, Pennsylvania. Khalil, think about these words. Who is she? Oh, it's all these different versions of myself. And lucky numbers this week are 1, 54, and 3, and that corresponds to the number of free sandwiches I got in the hospital cafeteria because I knew the chef... Dollars I spent going to SF because of miles, baby. (laughs) And the number of movies I plan on watching on the plane that were never intended to be enjoyed on such a small screen. That'll do it for us this week. Remember that although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night with Dale is produced by James Bewley. Season 11 podcast icon designed by Candace Broersma. Deep Night theme by Zach Gabbard. Music heard throughout the show is provided by the talented roster at Haller Hills Farm in Ohio. Plus some other stuff at the top that Dale just finds online and downloads to a secret folder. Poster artwork this season provided by Ronald Horn Industries, Maria Wen, and Scott Balmer, among others. Live shows every other month at 
The Slipper Room, studio services provided by HarvestWorks in New York City. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to the show on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and catch some of the episodes on YouTube. Now, it's time to close up the portal and leave you with Gaia's blessings. Good night. <laughs>